0: This is Andy Puroval for Boxing Social in association with Betfred and I'm delighted to be joined by Sky Sports, Adam Smith over Zoom. Adam, first and foremost, how are you keeping?
1: Very good in these very difficult times. It's, uh, it's tough, isn't it? It looks like it's going to be a long winter ahead and we've got plenty of boxing uh, in the calendar uh scheduled so um you know let's hope that we can get everything over the line or pretty much you know we've lost one big fight this week with um the uh the withdrawal of obviously savannah marshall because of peter fury's test, and the marshall ranking world title fight is off the card for for peterborough here and that's really disappointing we're really looking forward to that and uh yeah it's gutting, isn't it for the fighters for the trainers for everybody for the show um but you know these are the times we're living in we've all got to be tested it's uh, a regime stress that i know that you've been through yourself and um you know it's 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 got to be done for the the safety of everybody and um unfortunately it's uh, you know there are failed tests and there are failed tests across you know not just the world but but everywhere at the moment and um you know we we listen to the government and we see the tears and the the various types of lockdowns that are being brought in across the country again and it's worrying it's uh it's hard times ahead for the winter we've just got to keep it positive and um you know as uh, as professional as we can in these times and just try and deliver you know what we can especially you know in, in our in our position of you know putting great broad, uh, broadcasting great boxing we want to you know make sure we get as much of that uh, across you know over to people as we can we've got some fantastic sky sports box office events coming up we've got a great fight night on saturday here but uh, obviously with uh, you know, the loss of a fight it's it's difficult you know you've got to try and get something else in eddie's work wonders doing that and making sure it's a, a good solid show on saturday night And we've, uh, you know, we've got a fantastic main event with Lewis Ritson and Miguel Vasquez. So, um, you know, it's exciting, but obviously, you know, it's disappointing to lose a fight of that magnitude, especially when women's boxing is thriving. Um, But it's the, you know, unfortunately, that's that's where we are. And we wish Peter better and, and everybody that's been tested positive better at the moment.
0: We will come on to the card in a a little while, but just to kind of touch on what you mentioned earlier with kind of the different lockdown restrictions which are being brought into place. Uh, Adam, when you saw those kind of uh, the government's um, new proposals and what they will be bringing in, what did you make of it and what consequences do you feel this will have for not just boxing but for kind of sport in general?
1: Well, first of all, you think of your family and loved ones, don't you? And you, you know, you think of your elderly relatives, parents and and, uh, uncles, aunts, people that, you know, obviously are at a certain age who are more vulnerable. And and that's the the biggest worry, of course, for everybody around the country, around the world. Um, You know, we just got to adhere to the guidelines. We've got to do everything we can to keep um, everybody safe. It's really hard, you know, because the lockdown happened then. Everybody was, you know, sort of allowed out, and businesses started to, to, you know, get back to something again. And commercially, it's so important that that happens. And, um, you know, and it's uh, the other thing that I think has been mentioned quite a lot in the last couple of weeks is mental health too. You know, it's uh, it's important that people are, um, you know, are, are living their lives and are out and are working, and, and that's really difficult at the moment with, um, you know, with what's going on because you know the government have got a very, you know, difficult situation to navigate through with you know tests becoming more positive you know more more spreading of the pandemic again and you know businesses are just about you know getting back to or certainly trying to get back for the lost months they had in the um, you know spring and summer and suddenly you know it's it could be that we're you know we're moving towards whether it will be a total lockdown or certainly a a circuit breaker or something. We've got, you know, tiers one, two, and three at the moment. We're just hearing today that London, where I live, is is going into tier two. And, you know, it, it just has, unfortunately, it has, you know, restrictions for everybody. But, you know, they they've got to get a grip of this pandemic sooner rather than later. You know, there's no vaccine. We 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 all wait and uh we all just try and do the best we can, and I think everybody wants to to be back working. Everybody wants to be back doing what they they love. And you know, the reality is that you know that lives must come first. And you know, we've chatted all the way through this very damaging and difficult year, Andy. And and you know, boxing is is obviously very important to us. And you know, it's very important entertainment for uh, sports fans out there. But you know, it it pales in insignificance compared to. What the NHS are doing in saving lives. Um, so you know we, we just have to we just have to follow the board. We have to make sure we're doing everything right. And at the moment we can put shows on, which is great. You know we uh, we bounced back with Fight Camp and we had a you know a fantastic month there. We we uh, had the Joshua Bawati night, which was a real success in in Milton Keynes. Now we've got Peterborough this weekend. In two weeks' time it's uh, Usyk Chisora. Then we know it's Katie Taylor and. In, the, in that magnificent triple header with uh, Terry Harper and Rachel Ball. And, you know, and and, and we move on. And we've got Pavekian White rematch. we hoping that the, the AJ Pulev fight will be announced soon. So, you know, there's a lot to look forward to before Christmas. You know, all this week has been about Tyson Fury, too, saying that he's going to fight in the UK, too. So everybody wants these shows, A, to happen. You know, obviously there's a lot of operational issues organization you know health and safety to go through each and every day you know it's a changing and evolving situation so you know we've all got to react to that plus we all thought that crowds might be back by this point unfortunately that looks sort of further away than ever and we don't know when that's going to going to come about again so unfortunately we're we're, you know it's it's backward steps and it's just trying to sort of hopefully maintain what we've got um you know we 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 sort Jazza Dickens and and that situation with, with the COVID test. We're seeing it across every show now pretty much that, you know, there's, there's, there's the danger, the worry that, you know, there are going to be positive tests, but, you know, that's just reflecting in what the government's saying up and down the country. And, you know, it's uh, when Eddie tested positive, it brought it all really home to us, didn't it? That, you know, the, the big promoter of the show can, can be tested it shows the system works obviously it shows that it's absolutely right to be isolated and then you know allowed out into the bubble only when you're negative and if you're positive you go home you isolate you stay away you do what we're being told to do by the government and that's the important thing so that process is working but unfortunately, we, we, we can't predict what's going to happen. And it's very, very hard. So it is a very, very difficult uh, period. And I think the winter months will be hard. You know, it's not the the sun's not shining like it was through spring and summer. What great weather we had so people could get outside. And I think that's difficult. And I think you know people individually and with families and whatever situations they're in have got to keep strong, got to keep positive. As I said, I think mental health is going to be a, a really important area over the coming months. And I think that you know when people can get out and keep you know physically active, go for you know for runs, still go to the gyms if they can. You know, I think that's really important to keep to keep healthy um but you know we've got to we've got to uh, abide by the 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 government guidelines and in our sport the board guidelines and you know the the good thing is i suppose in working in for sky sports is that you know we are in the entertainment business so we want to try and put some smiles back on people's faces give them you know the, the the top premier league action the top golf the top formula one the top cricket the top every sport we can and boxing's well in amongst that and as you know we've got a really exciting calendar so we just hope it can it can all stay together and you know even when we can't have crowds we're at least providing great you know entertainment on the television for people who unfortunately are are, are sort of you know more restricted to to being at home than you know than they were a few weeks ago so
0: I don't pick that back up there again. We're just kind of working with um some, some difficult uh technical issues, but we're we'll, we'll doing the best that we can. Um, let's move on to the fight night though this coming Saturday. Lewis Ritson returns against Miguel Vasquez. Um I saw Lewis and asked him this uh a couple of days ago over Zoom. Does he feel like regardless of what happens with, um, with his fight, if he wins, unless it's in a, a convincing fashion, he won't necessarily get the credit he might deserve because of the fact that Miguel suffered a few losses over, over his record of recent times?
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's a fascinating fight. And it was a, a fight that was meant to go on in April, then I think it was delayed to June. So it's sort of third time lucky with it. The two of them have waited a long time to actually get it on. Um, you know, it's a world-class Uh, battle because, you know, Miguel Vasquez is, is utterly proven, you know, he was a world champion for, for a long time. And, you know, and he's fought, he's fought the best, Um, you know, has he suffered defeats? Yes, he has, but he's a road warrior. He always comes with, with ambition and, and, and he, you know, he's got a great attitude. He's a Mexican gladiator. You know, they, they do. He is 33 now. So, so obviously, you know, you would fancy Lewis Ritson to, you know, to, get past him on Saturday night and, and and hopefully for for his fans who unfortunately can't be in Peterborough, but would have been packed out, wouldn't they in Newcastle, um, you know, to go on and maybe fight for a, a world title. But it's a tough fight because, you know, he's got, it's, it's a risky fight. You know, he's been out for a year, Lewis Ritson, you know, he had a good win over Robbie Davis Jr. And you know, a lot of people fancied Robbie that night and, and, you know, Lewis, prove then that, you know, he's, he's come back from the Patera defeat, you know, he, he, he was reigning supreme at British level, you know, we we know what we've got with Lewis Richardson, you know, he's a very exciting fighter, he, he said himself, he, you know, he very much doubts his chances against a Josh Taylor, he, he knows sort of what he is, and I, I, I really respect and admire Lewis Richardson for that, plus the other thing is, he's tremendously exciting to watch, and as we know, in a normal world, sells bundles the tickets and creates an amazing atmosphere so there's a lot to like about this rich and you know there's a a soft spot in all of us for newcastle as a city as a sort of sporting hotbed and you know the sleeping giants of the football and you know they they love their boxing up there and we've had some fantastic nights and you know don't forget you know glenn mccrory from the northeast worked with us for many many years at sky and we know the passion that the you know, that the, the, the Northeast faithful bring and the Geordies for Lewis Ritson is fantastic. So, look, it's a, it's a tough fight for Lewis because it's, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's been a long time coming. It, there, there's bound to be some sort of ring rust and, you know, he's 27, he's six years younger, he's expected to come through this, but Vasquez has got a style that could give him real trouble and he's also got a heart and, 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 and as I said, still ambition. Wherever he goes, this sort of road warrior now, you know he's 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 going to come to win and he's going to come to to really upset the Ritson uh, train. So I I think it's a tough fight for Lewis. You know and he's you know but he likes that he relishes that. So um, you know it's it's hard. You know I've got I've got a lot of respect for Lewis for taking it. Um, you know it's not a, a world title fight, but it's against a very tough former world champion. I think it's the right time, ta- right fight at the right time to really test whether he's got that. You know, to fight for a world title, hopefully, you know, sometime in the in the new year. But um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it.
0: There's been a lot of talk, kind of not a lot, but it's certainly been it's been mentioned over social media. Potential Lewis Rickson and Regis Prograve fight. We saw Eddie tweets, saw Regis engage with that as well. Provided Lewis comes through Saturday and he is victorious, do you think that would be the right step up for him? Do you think it's too soon for him? What are your thoughts?
1: I'd love that fight, you know, do I don't know you would, Andy. I mean, you know, you think about the styles of it, they're fantastic. You know, you sometimes get a sort of little hunch, don't you, when a match is talked about or made, and you think, wow, that could be something special. I remember thinking that way back with Jamie Moore and Matt Macklin. I just thought, you know, those styles are just going to gel. We've got the sort of, you know, the classy southpaw you know, defensive counterpuncher and the sort of all-out aggressor of the orthodox. I just thought that would be a great fight, and it and it turned out to be so... I think sometimes you get a hunch and and that fight between, you know, Lewis Ritson and Regis Progray has just got to be a barn burner, hasn't it? You know, it, it would be a step up for Lewis, I think. You know, Regis was so close, wasn't he, against Josh Taylor. It was a fantastic fight. But, you know, that for a, a world title of sorts would be a great match and would really look forward to it. So I think, yeah, it's a little bit of hiding to nothing but, but from Lewis Ritson. I'm sure people will look at Miguel Vasquez and say he's 33s. You know, he's over the hill. He shouldn't be expected to beat written that you count him off at your peril Vasquez I've seen a lot of him he's extraordinarily tough he's got plenty of skills you know he shared the ring with Canelo very early on in his career you know he, he, he's a Mexican fighter you know he turned over young He's, he's had he's been in with everybody he's experienced yeah you know, timing should be right for Lewis. But as I said, with the ring rust, with the postponements, you know, with the fact that he hasn't got that experience in seasoning that Vasquez had on Saturday night, which makes it really attractive. is, I think he can. And I think maybe, you know, not having that crowd is really sort of focusing the fighters. So if he can concentrate on the game plan that Neil Fannham and the team sort of, you know, have, have laid out for him, and he can come through this well, like he did against Robbie Davis Jr. in a tough fight, Absolutely, you know, you should be thinking of, of that step up and Regis programme would be perfect, I think. He, he You know, it will be it will be another tough one for Lewis, but he loves that.
0: You mentioned, obviously, the fans. Um We know that everybody up north, you know, the Geordies, the two, and they've got a brilliant following, whether it be football or boxing, and we've seen some fantastic atmospheres over the years when we've gone there for boxing. How much of a miss will that be this coming weekend? And certainly for Joe Laws, we've seen... An even greater atmosphere when he comes out. How do you feel he'll be um, able to adapt to kind of boxing behind closed doors? Will it be a, a huge loss for him? It's
1: a great question. The Benwell bomber, I mean, he just absolutely thrives off that crowd, doesn't he? Look, those nights in Newcastle are brilliant. They're absolutely wonderful atmospheres, electricity. And, and you know, it's great to see the fans. You know, the, the sport needs fans. You know, we, we love it. All of us on our team, on the matchroom team. You know, you, 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 everything goes up a level, the adrenaline, the, 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 the feel of the night, the, everything is just there's energy in the room, in the arena, in the stadiums and nothing can replicate that. It's not possible. OK, so we're all having to do the best we can. And what we can do is try and put on the best fights that are possible, you know. Albeit with failed COVID tests and stuff, proving difficult, and the gates proving him very hard to make the really big fights. But we're putting on what we can. We're trying our best, and I think that the fighters are really reacting to that. I think, as I said to you before, if they when they come out of, you know, the, the lockdown or their training in, in, in isolation, they've been physically and mentally fantastic. I think. Almost every fighter, win or lose, has given everything to their fights. You know, there's been one or two little disappointments, but I think on the whole, 90 to 95% of what we've seen when we've come back has been great. And I think you've got to take your hats off to them. I think they're more focused, actually, on the tactics and on the fights. I think they can hear their corners. I think, you know, it's it's a quiet, eerie atmosphere. They don't have the tickets to sell. They don't have the crowd pressure. And, of course, that can harm you. Maybe someone like Lewis Ritson who's absolutely used to that, he's used to that that drive of the Newcastle fans. But he's been on the road too. He knows what it's like. He he was, a, a, you know, an accomplished amateur too. They know what it's like fighting around, and they've just got to adapt to the situation. So actually, you know, there's there's two ways of looking at it. It's a double-edged sword. You need that crowd maybe when you're struggling to to really get you through the last few rounds. But actually. You know, if the crowd's not there, you can focus and concentrate on round by round, you know, and your tactics and, and not be distracted and not, not worry about anybody else. And it's, it's sort of down to you. And I, and I think the fighters are really giving us everything because it's that that concentration is just absolutely superb at the moment But it is. The atmospheres are, 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 are strange and uh, we all miss not having fans there. So uh, it'd be interesting to talk to Lewis afterwards, you know, because he is somebody or, or Joe Laws, as you said, who's you know, in with Ryan and Charlton on, 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 on Sound Saturday in another good match. And you just, you know, you, you, you wonder maybe it would be better for Joe because sometimes I think the crowd, you know, egg him on to find exciting and he just wants to, you know, provide that sort of aggression, the come forward aggression and the big, try to get the big knockouts. And, you know, maybe... This will just ref, you know refine him a bit because he was a he was a good amateur too, and maybe we'll just remind him that you know you can't just go in you know gung ho all the time even if the fans are there. you actually got to you know adapt to different situations so while we all have to adapt as commentators. You know, we're twelve, ten, twelve meters back. We're, you know, Matt and I are, are, are quite a long way apart. You know, it's it's very difficult when you're you've got a sort of a chemistry and a communication, and your your comment commentary is a is a relationship. And when you don't have that, when you're sort of slightly separate, that's hard for us. You know, but we've got to adapt. We've got to do the best we can. the fighters have got to do the best they can without a crowd. And the most important thing for them is that they're fighting, they're earning money, and they've got the chance and the opportunity to get into some really big matches, hopefully, in front of the crowds in 2021.
0: Moving on, and once again, um, unfortunately, you mentioned it earlier, we did lose one fight for this card. Savannah Marshall versus Hannah Rankin for that uh, world title fight. How gutting was was that one, Adam, in particular because there's a lot of hype building around Savannah? Obviously not looking over Hannah, um, Hannah Rankin, but in Savannah's case, we talk about a Clarissa Shields fight. How gutting was he about that fight that kind of fell through between Savannah and Hannah?
1: Absolutely gutting. You know, uh, Hannah Rankin, I was really looking forward to seeing her and Savannah Marshall. And, and, you know, Hannah's a really interesting character. And she had her big chance to fight for a world title. And as you know, Savannah is a former sky scholar and I was her mentor and, you know, we, we went through some pretty dark times for injuries and lack of confidence. And, you know, she's, she's, you know, an unbeaten pro now. And as you said, there's the fights with Clarissa Shields, the whole, you know, sport is just thriving at the moment. She, she had a waiting for her opportunity was going to happen in, in April. It was another fight then. Then it was the Hannah Rankin fight. And, uh, you know, it's 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 devastating for her and, and for Hannah because, you know, for for the fighters more than anybody, they're the ones that have put their their bodies on the line, they've trained so hard, they've worked for this moment, and they deserve the opportunity of fighting for a world title. That's their dream, you know, the dream since they were kids to be fighting for, you know, this sort of um prestige and honour and a world title belt to take home. So it's it's devastating. But you know, this is this is the, this is where we are. And you know, that the, the, key is that, you know, if you test positive and you're not allowed in the bubble, so you can't affect others, you know, the show's got to go on. So it's, 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 it's horrible for, for both the fighters and their teams. And you say we wish Peter a, a speedy recovery. We hope the others don't, don't get, you know, tested positive at some point and we can get the fight back on, you know, hopefully later this year. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very upsetting because, you know, we, another world title fight for the women which is brilliant um, especially with savannah and hannah and you know you're really excited about it as you said it was a a, a great fight it's a great fight that goes from the bill but your heart really goes to the fighters more than than anyone else because they're the ones that have got to you know take their bags home and you know and, and think about it and hopefully keep strong and get back into the gym and 3 or 4 days time and start again so it's 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 really hard it's you know obviously like a, an injury or a, or a weight issue on the on the night these things can happen they do happen in boxing you know we sometimes we get a perfect show sometimes we don't you know these 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 things i remember going over for the you know Castillo Corrales third fight and you know Castillo weighed in 5 pounds heavy and you know after all the build up the fight was off there and then and you just can't you can't write some of these things but you know, this, is, this was a, a pretty bitter pill to swallow for everybody. You know, Eddie was gutted. I was gutted. And, and I'm sure the fight is more than anybody and, and their fans. And, you know, we lose a really good fight on the show. But there's plenty of other fights. It's going to be a great night on Saturday. And Tavana and, uh, and Hannah have got to dust themselves down. And we go again. But that fight will happen, I'm sure.
0: Adam, just to move on to a couple of the fights on the cards this coming week- weekend. Uh, Kez Ashwag and Mark Leach, brilliant domestic matchup there. A lot of people talking about it and excited. And, of course, there's a, an interesting background to it We've been both having trained together up north at one stage in their careers, uh, well, most recently, in fact. Um, what do you make of a fight? Though? What do you expect to see in it?
1: I saw some fantastic fights on Saturday night. Thomas Patrick Ward, uh, Ellie Scott, looking forward to so much. But... Joe Laws we talked about already, but Kez Ashfaq is a really interesting, uh, you know, young protege. He slipped under the radar slightly for those uh, Rio Olympians, but you know he was a very, very good amateur. I think he's unbeaten in eight now, and you know he's he got that good win over Joe Ham, and I, th- I think that this is a, a real opportunity for him, a eliminator for the for the British title, but. Mark Leach is a really quality fighter. He's a very, very good fighter. And he's got a, a, a big opportunity here. It might not be his natural weight. He's got to step up. But I think this is what we we're talking about with opportunities. You know, he's, he's, he's a very, very decent fighter. He was a good amateur himself. Steve Wood managed. Jamie Moore trained. You know, he's got a top team around him. What a, a chance for him. I think it's, um, this is what it's about. You know, we say... They said no easy fights in in fight camp. This is sort of opportunity knocks now, isn't it? And and I think it's a really good matchup. There's history between them. They've shared the same gym. They sparred together. You know, I think they're pretty friendly outside um, of the uh, of, of of the sort of of the business of the ring, so to speak. So they've got a lot of respect for each other. Could be a chess match. Could light fire in different parts. What it is, it's a it's a top quality. Uh, um, battle and I think that you know this is what we want to see isn't it that you know he's virtually undefeated isn't he Leach and Ashback is and you know what a chance there is for for one of them to sort of one of them to, to move on and, and maybe, you know, fight for that British title. But the other, I think, will, again, whoever loses this will come again and it will be a great learning fight. I think it's, you know, these matches are what we need, Andy, you know, at whatever level, whether it's an eliminator level, whether it's an area level, whether it's a British title, a European title, a world title. You know, we need these really good matches. And I think it's important that we, you know, we get them on. You know, we uh, you know, we were treated, for example, with, with the Joshua Boazzi fight the other night we were treated to a really really good quality encounter you know but that came off the back of Chantelle Cameron now Chantelle Cameron was a wonderful performance she did everything that was asked of her It was a beautiful tactical performance but it was a, a poor performance wasn't it from the Brazilian and, and that you know whether that was the weight whether that was her age it was a you know it was a, a, a disappointing display and what we what we want more than anything is you know cracking matches all the way through we can't get it each and every time but I think Eddie's done a wonderful job with fight camp and I think the matches there were, were fantastic and I think that's the key and I think this one between Ashback and Leach is right up there and I think it's a it's a great support because obviously losing the the martial ranking fight you know we, we we needed something else and I think this is this is great you know there's it's there's some really good card fights on Saturday night and I think this one really is has got Quality all over it, and you know I think people maybe don't know enough about Kez Ashfaq or Mark Leach. You know I think this is an opportunity for both of them, under the lights—not not in front of the crowds, but under the lights and a big TV slot—to uh, to really get some exposure, and we find out more. So um, you know secrets are out, so to speak, that maybe people in the trade know about. But this is a chance for them to shine, you know, in front of the uh, the bigger audiences.
0: Adam, just moving forwards, um, just want to touch on a few other things. You mentioned Joshua Boazzi there. They had a brilliant victory over Marco Chalich in the end. Certainly seemed to be a harder fight than what many would have anticipated it to be beforehand. Um, after the fight, there was a lot of talk about what's next for Josh and Callum Johnson's name certainly coming up quite a bit. Do you think we will see that one next for, for JB? I think that will
1: be a great fight for Josh. To yeah i mean it was a really hard night's work wasn't it uh, the other night in milton Keynes, yeah he'd been out for 402 days but you know challenge came in unbeaten and uh, we knew that he had some pedigree he had and of course the watsy has the, the star attraction to him but you know you've got to, to perform and deliver and you know he took a bit of time getting going he was caught with right hands the eye was a problem and you know, he, he he had a fight on his hands, and and what I loved about the Boazzi, you know, performance in the end was the way he finished it, and the fact that even when it was it was you know, it was bumpy, and it was, um, you know, he, he managed to to deliver. Actually, it was very clever because Chalich turned southpaw, and he saw it coming, and as soon as he did, he he landed a right hand which just troubled him, and I and I think that you know he's a very intelligent fighter, Boazzi. You know, and under the uh, under the storm, and it was a storm. He found the answers. So, I think that was exactly the fight he needed. Um, and I'd like to see him in with Callum Johnston. I know there's, uh, you know, there was a bit of uh, debate between Callum and Johnny Nelson, and, and a few words sort of exchanged about whether he really wants Boazzi. I can tell you something. Callum Johnston definitely wants Joshua Boazzi, You know, just because he's a bit quieter, and you know, and 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 he's sort of up in in, in Lincolnshire, and maybe sort of out of the way a bit. You know, the Yard-Bowatze fight is, is the one that everyone's talking about. I like to see Callan Johnson. There's, there's three top, top light heavyweights domestically there. And, you know, you can add a few others in. Jose Burton obviously had a, a disappointing defeat recently, but he'll come back. There's, you know, there's plenty of others in and around that weight. And I think that, you know, it'd be great to get that sort of, you know, the triumvirate, the Bowatze-Johnson-Yard sort of situation moving. Um, I'm not sure whether they want to take Joshua Boazzi, whether you want to fast track into a world title, but there's some great fights there for him on the domestic scene. And as we know, you know, there's not a lot of travel or travel prospects in the coming months. So um, so why not? I'd love to see him with Callum Johnson. I think it's a no brainer and I think it's a fight the fans would absolutely love to see. And obviously, same applies with Anthony Yard. Um, Something more, more difficult making that cross promotional, etc. But I'd have thought Callum Johnson and, and Joshua Boazzi is a fairly, a fairly uh, easy fight to make. So, let's get it on.
0: Adam, just to, uh, to move on again and just touch on the, the big news that kind of came out earlier this week. Deontay Walder versus Tyson Fury. Their trilogy bout will no longer take place. It certainly seems to be that case anyway. Um, your reaction to that when you heard it, Adam? Well when I
1: heard it, you see, Frank Warren mentioned to me a while ago, some weeks ago, that Sandra Tyson wanted to be out this, this side of Christmas. Um and when we were all debating when the fight would happen in Vegas, I spoke to Todd DeBurf at length. He he thought December the nineteenth was gonna be the, the 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 uh the date, whether it would happen in America or not, was still to be decided. Shelley Finkel was, was full of it will happen this year. So, you know, we we all thought it would, and then but you know, the back of my mind was What Frank had said was that, you know, Tyson wants to to get out and fight again. And, and, you know, obviously the situation in America is is very difficult. The situation here is very difficult. So it didn't come as a massive surprise. But obviously, I'm not involved in the contractual dealings between the two parties. You know what? What happened there? Shelley Finkel was telling us that the fight will happen in December. So. Who knows where, where we are with that contractually, and, and that's not something for me to speculate on. Um, Tyson Fury's come out and said that he, he wants to fight and fight now in, in the UK in December, and that's great for fight fans. We want to see Tyson Fury back in the ring. So, um, you know, we, we welcome Tyson Fury back in the ring. It's disappointing if it's not going to be Deontay Wilder. It was a fight we are all looking forward to sort of seeing the finish of after the dramatic first fight and the... The devastating uh, performance from from Fury in the second. We were sort of interested to see whether you know Wilder could could have that shot back at winning his world title, and I'm sure he wants that. And I'm sure there'll be you know a lot of discussions going on behind the scenes as to why that doesn't seem to be the case but if Fury's moved on and, and, and he defends his title against one of a number of names that are being mentioned, it seems like everybody apart from you's put their, uh, their, their hand up Andy and everybody seems to want that, that night with Tyson Fury and um, you know, one of them will get it. So, um, you know, we, uh, we, we wait and see, but you know, I'd, I'd love to see Tyson back in the ring. I'm a massive you know, fan of Tyson Fury's. I think he's, what he's done is he's been incredible for the sport. And obviously, you know, you, you inch closer towards that possible massive unification with Fury and Joshua and, if Joshua beats Pulev and Fury wins in, in December, then it seems to be that that gets nearer. So, um, And I'm sure that's something that every fight fan wants to see.
0: Just on what's next for both Tyson and Deontay, with Tyson first, as you mentioned, everybody's putting their hand up for the fight. You never know, Adam, I might put mine up soon. Um, but obviously, you've got Lucas Brown, Otto Varlin and Oscar Rivas are three, which um, keep coming up on my timeline. And Oscar Rivas seems to be the most likely from what I've been reading. It might be different, obviously, in, in in the negotiations and what's actually going on. But who would you like to see Tyson in with if he's back over in the UK? Because a lot of the leading heavyweights have all got fights either secured or certainly on the verge of being announced.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously we wanted to see him in with Wilder. I mean, if you could pick any of those, it would probably be Oscar Rivas. I mean, I I would say Andy Ruiz or an Oscar Rivas or someone like that. We saw obviously Rivas give Dillian White a a really good tear up and, you know, that would be, that would be interesting because, you know, Rivas is, is proven, Um, you know, Lucas Brown, of course, he's going to put his, his name up. You know, we saw what Dillian White did to Lucas. Look, I mean, it just depends on what Fury wants. Depends on sort of whether he wants an opponent that's going to possibly get him ready for, I mean, he's talking about Joshua, you know, in, in the, in, in 2021, in the new year, does he, does he want a sort of an opponent that might, you know, get him ready for a big fight with joshua does he want a, uh, you know an opponent just to give him rounds does he want to you know to to go in there and you know detonate some power again and make it a quick job before christmas we don't know as a with my sort of fight fan hat on yeah i'd like to see the most competitive match possible and i, I suppose of the names you've you've mentioned probably oscar rivas is you know is 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 the one but you know bob aaron's listed a whole load more as well and you know as you said Watman's put his hand up and you know every every fighter will want a, a crack at Tyson Fury won't they so uh, you know it'll be interesting to see who he decides or who Frank and Bob and he decide you know is the is the opponent in, in the other corner and you know we, we're not even there yet I mean we're in you know mid-October and you know we're getting different messages from the government on a daily basis so you know it's it might you know prevent a lot of fighters from coming over or it could have to be somebody on home soil we just don't know by then it may not even happen we, we we're not sure um but you know if everything goes according to plan and we can get all these fights on before the end of the year I'd like to see if Tyson Fury's not in room with Deontay Wilder I'd like to see him fight someone like Oscar Rivas
0: And then with Deontay Wilder himself, let's again just say that the fight one hundred percent doesn't happen now, as you mentioned, we're seeing just a few different things every day. But if the fight doesn't go ahead, Deontay Wilder, where does he go from here? I saw an interview Johnny did where he thinks Deontay might retire or certainly walk away for a period of time from the sport. Where do you think Deontay does go from here?
1: You know, I've spent a lot of time with Deontay Wilder over the years, and and I, I haven't really heard much from him in the last few months. I think he's, you know, he's He's kept himself to his family and his friends and his, you know, his tight knit team. I heard that he'd been training extremely hard for you know, he'd had an injury, he was training back hard for the for the fury fight. So I'm sure he'll wanna try and win his world title back. Um, you know, he's he's a man of many guys, is Deontay Wilder. You know, he's uh, I found out a few months ago he was a scuba diver. You know, he he pops over to England every now and again. Obviously, not at the moment, but he's got a lot of following in Yorkshire, and you know, he's he's a he's a very engaging character, and he's obviously made good money from the sport, and you know, and 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 I think he's probably got many other plans that he wants to do, um, good plans probably um, in the future. But I don't see him retiring. I don't agree with. Uh, my good friend there, I, I don't think he'll just walk away, I think he'll want to fight and win his world title back, I think Deontay Wilder's a, a gladiator I think he's a warrior and I think he really wants the Tyson Fury fight and for whatever reason that seems like it's been delayed or won't happen for now um, I'm sure he'll want that crack at the world title and I'm sure he'll want to try and write what he thinks is, was a wrong in February and you know, it's he's, he's always got that power, whatever people say about Deontay Wilder, he's got possibly more power than anyone since, I don't know, well, you're going right back, aren't you? You know, the Ernie Shavers type of power, the Sonny Liston, um, you know, I mean, Lennox Lewis obviously had huge power, Mike Tyson in combinations, but, you know, Deontay Wilder's single shots are just, you know, unbelievably um, powerful and, you know, you can turn anyone's lights out as Lewis Ortiz found out having boxed really well in Vegas, you know, recently. So, you know, I, I, I'd i be very surprised to see Wilder walk away. I've had nothing on that front. All I heard from Shelley Finkel is the fight's going to happen. And Deontay Wilder's in great form and, and, and excited about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll work out what they need to work out in this situation. And I'm sure you'll see Deontay Wilder back in a ring fighting for a world title very soon.
0: And then my final question, Adam, before I do let you leave. Um, Loma Lopez it is on this weekend. Obviously, we spoke about kind of the television rights for that previously, but we never touched on the fight itself. What are you expecting from that undisputed bout, Adam?
1: I love the fight, I think it's a great fight. Um... We've talked about you know business reasons why we can't have everything at the moment, and it's very difficult um Of course, I would have wanted to have that in a ideal world. It's a terrific fight. I wish both of them and their teams all the best for this weekend um you know lomar is uh you know he's a he's an absolute phenomenon isn't he as we we found out. In the Campbell fight, but well, we've all known this for a, for a long time. You know, we've some of us have been lucky enough to be ringside at a lot of his fights, and you know, watching through the amateurs. And and the guy is a, you know, it's a freak of nature, isn't he? He's absolutely superb. He's a, he's beyond elite almost. Um, but you know, in Lopez, you've got someone who's very dangerous. He looks the part. He's been, he's done everything asked of him so far. He is a a, a dangerous assignment for, for Lomachenko. So uh, I cannot wait to um, to. I can't wait for the fight to happen because I think it's a really good matchup and, you know, it's, it's one of the best matchups of the year. No question. Uh, it's a fantastic fight. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I wish that, you know, it, it had landed, um, you know, on I uh, wish we could have done it. Of course, it's, it's one of those that, you know, it's got away in a way, but, you know, these are the times we're living in. This is the, you know, this is the business we're in. And as I said, we can't have everything. We've got a contract with Matchroom. We're concentrating on, you know, the, the, the 7 to 11 fight nights that we've got and that we're working so hard. And as you see and as you know from being in the bubbles, it's it's so difficult at the moment. And We're concentrating on what we can get on. There's a huge scheduling of sport across Sky Sports that's been backlogged from the summer. It's, it's, it's not impossible just to go and pick other things up and, and place them. So it's very difficult. So it is a shame, um, but I'm very excited about the fight itself. Very excited. And um, what I think happens, I think Lomachenko comes through.
0: I don't leave there, and will to enjoy your evening. We've we've modelled through despite the difficulties with um, with the Wi-Fi and what have you. But it's, it's a sort of
1: the, start of the times, Andy, isn't it? It's like nothing's nothing's really you know nothing goes according to plan at the moment, and in the most unpredictable of sports, it's very difficult. And you know, I don't know whether one of the one of the questions that you asked me about you know other industries, I'm not sure that went out, but but other industries are suffering you know so much at the moment, and it, and it is just a case of you know. A bit of patience, a bit of hard work, a bit of adaptability. It's, you know, fighters just keeping mentally and physically strong. And you know, fans, we want them back at some point. And until we're allowed that, we, we, we're all we're all sorry it can't happen. And you know, and the sooner it does, the better. But you know, everyone keeps safe out there. Keep self safe. Keep positive. Keep healthy. And keep watching what we have got.
0: Adam, we will leave that there now and we'll leave you now to enjoy the rest of your evening. I appreciate your time today and I'm sure I'll speak to you soon. Thank you for speaking to Boxing Social.
1: Cheers, Andy. Take care, mate.